is up people and welcome back to the Highline podcast thank you for making us part of your day and we are in the trenches right now we're in the trenches with the Premier League being gone for a week we can't wait for this weekend for it to come back it does come back with a bang by the way which we will discuss on Friday but over this international break we have been we touched on our last podcast we have been hit with the Everton news that they have been deducted 10 points which is a huge blow to them we kind of wanted to take a deeper look at why they were deducted to these points but also why they were kind of found out a bit quicker than City it does go back a few years now doesn't it Jamie it does yeah I mean City have been City's first I suppose appeal against them came in 2019 and it dates back as far as 2012 so I mean that's why I suppose Everton's case was brought up quicker is that City have to go through a whole City are appealing the charges themselves and they're appealing whether the Premier League even have the authority or the right to charge against them. That is why that is going on for so long. And there's 115 charges, mm-hmm. I believe, split into five main charges with a load of charges kind of buried in amidst these e- main charges. Everton was one charge. Everton was one charge. What was the charge? Everton essentially broke Premier League's profitability and sustainability rules. They were handed a 10-point deduction. Which, would you believe, is the biggest in Premier League history? Explain that to me, though, who's dumb. What did it do wrong? Essentially, and I'm not going to come on here and pretend like I'm a... know the ins and outs of the business world in the Premier League, but they cooked the books, right. essentially. By a so, lot? By about £20 million. Pound, not which, a lot. Which, I mean, it doesn't seem a lot, but the Premier League allows a threshold of a £105 million pound loss over three years. Right. So every club in the league is allowed to be at a loss after three seasons of at, le- of at most £105 million. Pounds. Right. And Everton essentially were £125 million pounds at a loss. In three, in three seasons, okay. In three seasons. But I think from what I believe, they played down the sum okay. that they were in breach of. So I think they admitted that they were over yeah. that threshold, but they just didn't let on. How much? How much? Right. And you might think, oh, come on, it's £20 million. Pounds, mm. But there's still $130 million at a loss. Yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, they're dropped down to 19th, level on points at Burnley. Yeah, same, only four <clears> points now in the league. And I think what, Everton are appealing this, and I believe they're within their rights to appeal it. Yeah. Because I think it's a very, very harsh points deduction even though they are in the wrong and I think the main reason why the Premier League are doing this is because Everton went to the Premier League in t- around 2020 right? and they told the Premier League that look things aren't looking good Yeah. in a few years we are probably going to be at a loss right? and it's going to be a bad one so the Premier League basically may- listed out look if you do this this and this you'll be fine okay. we understand you've come to us you told us what the situation is yeah and Everton didn't do anything that the Premier League told them to Nothing. Do. So the Premier League, I suppose the Premier League are, in a way, Everton find themselves that they're being made an example of. Yeah. So teams around the league can go, okay, shit, the Premier League mean business. Yeah. If we do anything even slightly wrong or not to the book, we are getting hit with 
what could potentially be a fatal charge. Because 10 points, Everton are probably lucky that this is the season that they were hit with that charge because the teams... They're okay, yeah, they're decent. The teams around them that are... They're not really relegation battlers at the minute. They've found form, they're looking good again. Dyche has them playing solid. Yeah, like if they were hit that last season or the season before, they're yeah, gone. they're gone. Yeah. Absolutely gone. And Burnley, Luton and Sheffield aren't exactly the strongest outfits. Yeah. And... Yeah, so they're, they're, Everton are lucky in a sense, but Everton will feel hard done by, especially, as you mentioned, with the fact that there are teams in the league with a lot more charges than them. And oh. that's kind of been pushed down the line. As someone who kind of is on the outs- outskirts of this kind of looking in, when I think of, as you describe what Everton have done there with their single breach and, and stuff like that and how heavily they have been penalised... My brain goes immediately to the 115 charges against Manchester City. And like, I, I, the way I think computed in my head is, my God, they could go down to League Two here. Of course, that's is only there, natural as well there, to think that. Is there any, any fear of that? I think there's no, after this, for one charge, 10 points, there's no limit as to how far the Premier League will push. Like if City get, that's the thing with this five main charges, yeah. that City could be found guilty of one out of the five. Yeah. It's about how serious that one is. Mm. It's about, but if they do get caught with all five, which I don't think is likely, I think they will get caught out for some of them. Okay. I don't know if they'll get all of them. Yeah. But the proof is in the pudding that they will face... Disciplinary. They will face disciplinary action for sure. It's just to what scale and how long it takes for them to get to the stage where they're at decision making yeah. for that sort of thing because at the minute it looks like it could, it could be any time it could be next week it could be in a year it could be two years yeah because even, even, even when we did when it did get announced that the Premier League were sanctioning City it was out of the blue there was no prior no one knew anything about it no. it was just it was the breaking news that day that's where my brain goes Chelsea of course are kind of acting a bit sus at the minute with the whole you have to remember as well with Man City is that a few seasons ago, UEFA had actually banned them from the Champions League. Do you remember when that came out? Yeah, and, and they got out of it. Infantino came to some sort of uh, agreement agreement that yeah. they would be let back into the competition and they were fined, I think. What were they fined? I think they were fined 40, 40 yeah. million or something, yeah. which to City is nothing. It's nothing. You see, this is the thing, obviously, with Infantino now announcing that Saudi Arabia are going to host the World Cup as well in a few years. And of course, the the... the Man City being essentially owned by them, it's it's all collusion there as well. It's it's quite it's quite tough to get the better of them. Of course, we are an international week, unfortunately. So we have been keeping an eye on the internationals. Um, in terms of the results, we're looking ahead to Euro Championships next. Yeah, year. because those those qualifiers are over by tomorrow. Over. Yeah, they're over. So we'll know who's in the tournament, and the draw is on Thursday. Who's your favourites? Who are my favourites? I think. The Euros is between two teams. I think two. it's I think it's between England and France. That's it. Yeah. I think Portugal are a shoe in. But I like Roberto like per, Portugal are hundred percent record in the qualifiers. Yeah, they've been um, they've been fantastic. They've been great. Robert, been amazing Roberto Martinez com, has gone in there after probably not reaching the heights he was expected to at Belgium when he was there. And they, he has Portugal playing well, and most important, the most important thing in international football is not how you're playing; it's how your results are. Your results are. It's if yeah. you're winning, and that's what Deschamps has made a 
a living out of as France, France yeah, manager. Completely. He's just he's gotten results and he's gotten the job done. Nothing they've done has ever been pretty. No. But they've gotten the job done and they've fell short. Like in his tournaments, your Euro twenty sixteen final lost to a goal in extra time in, to Portugal. Portugal Edder. Won the World Cup and just fell short to Lionel Messi in the last World Cup. Yeah. So France will France are always favourites, I believe. They've got a great team, they always do, and they still have young players coming through. Like I think, but I think if I was England right now, I don't think there's a better opportunity for them to go and get a major tournament under the belt. I uh, really believe that. Do you think Mbappe is the difference? Though, do you think France are better? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's what it and all it's comes because to. of Mbappe. And I think winner winners as well. I think that France team know how to win more so than than England team do. And what, what where would like you rank? Who, who are the winners in England's team? Really, I, I get that, but I'm talking about world class ability. Where would you rank Kane in comparison to Mbappe? For Kane me, is, for Kane me is Harry Kane. Important for me, Harry England. Kane is the best striker in the world right now. Yeah, but he's never he's never pulled England out of it. Yeah, he's always gotten the goals in the international tournaments, but he's never gotten the goals deep into the tournament. Yeah, he's never yeah. gotten like think think back to the World Cup last year when he had the big penalty against France. Yeah, he skied it. Yeah, let the pressure get to him, and. That's what makes and Mbappe has the clutch. He scored a hat trick, and then in comparison, Mbappe gets a hat trick in the World Cup final. He's he's a, he's a ridiculous player. He is a phenomenon. He has he scored his what was it? He scored his three hundredth three hundredth goal goal in his career, and he's twenty four. Twenty four. Will he move from Liga? He has to. Oh, for sure. This summer he's going to move. I this think. This summer. Yeah. Oh, you always looks like the PSG are just hanging on to him, hanging on to him, hanging on to him. Partly his fault for that as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, oh, he signs the contracts. Completely, but they're giving him everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They give him everything. But he does, for his, for the sake of his career, he has to move. He absolutely has to move. Because he's too much of a talent wasted in that league. Yeah. You, no one gets to see him. You need to be able to see him week in, week out. Yeah. He needs to be in the Premier League, but he won't. No. And at least he has to be with in La Liga and if he's going to La Liga he's only going to one club he's going to Madrid I just feel like La Liga has dropped in the last few years like the Premier League at the minute is because it used to be La Liga when all the players would go there yeah. Ronaldo went there Messi was there but since they've both left it really is the Premier League like you see even Hallam made his choice this season which well, what, was, what was going to be his big move I think he has to he really should for his career and, and his legacy go to the Premier League I, I, so I agree clear, with you I believe so as well it's so clearly the best right now it's not that it's not that close in terms of competitiveness, no. I, I know I said you're going for four in a row, but I, I, it, Arsenal really should have won last year. They really did bottle that. Um, the Premier League is the most competitive league in the world. There's no easy game in the Premier League anymore. And if a player truly wants to test their abilities and, tru- and truly test themselves on the biggest stage and that they are one of the best, the Premier League is the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. And Mbappe should, I don't know who he joins... L- if he if he was to go to the Premier League, who who does Mbappe join? I think if if Qatar had taken over United, there was a great chance. Yeah, I um, agree with that. I think City is always an option. Mm, I don't think as long as Haaland is there, Mbappe won't be there. Yeah, oh, of course not. Um, is Liverpool an option? Can they afford him? I don't think Liverpool can afford him. See, that's the biggest issue with him. Yeah, he could join Liverpool. He could join Arsenal. He just they can't afford him. His no. wages are ridiculous. Yeah, they're ridiculous. That's why you leave yourself tight on options. You're either at Madrid, you're either at City, or you're either at United. Yeah. 
and under Jim Ratcliffe I can't see Mbappe signing for United I'd say Chelsea could afford it yeah maybe maybe yeah the, yeah depending on how, how tied they are with how much because let's be clear Mbappe's not going to sign a 9 year deal so they'd have to no. get him in on a 3-4 year deal 5 year deal and whether they can do that with the way they have approached transfers is a, is a question I don't know the answer to no I, I think it's written on the wall it's written in the stars he joins Real Madrid. Madrid it's a shame which I mean you look at Jude Bellingham like yeah. you get you still get the exposure that you yeah. need and you still get the recognition that you're one of the world's best yeah. and yeah, I definitely. think I think the move Jude Bellingham made is actually one of the smartest moves up there along with joining Dortmund and City United when he left Birmingham yeah he everything every decision he has made mm-hmm. in his career so far has been absolutely the right one despite what people may have thought like people would have thought leaving Birmingham United are in for you United are doing pulling out all the stops for you to join yeah join United you're English you're an English man join United go to the best club in England prove yourself the biggest definitely not the best no yeah well the biggest but he went to Dortmund because he prioritised playing time and look at him now he's flourishing what a talent he's so good unbelievable and even joining Real Madrid there's kind of like he could have joined City or Liverpool were in for him but I don't think they were ever truly in for him I don't think they could have afforded the transfer fee yeah but he could have joined City and just been another he could have been another part of the machine just another part of the machine or he could have joined Madrid and proved that he's a world beater and he's I know it's still short still early in his Real Madrid career but he's definitely looks like he looks the business he looks their best player already the real difference maker Another sort of shock during the internationals is like Lukaku broke the record for most goals in a campaign, more goals in a group stage campaign. Why is that a shock? He, well, he's failed at the last few clubs he's gone to. When he's never failed at international level. No, but no, but he has failed at Chelsea. He was a, that was a miserable fail at Chelsea. The hundred hundred million pound signing there. It was. It was poor. And am I right in saying when he went back to Inter, he didn't play? It was Dzeko starting ahead of him. Am I not right in that? He came back into the fray. Did he start to the Champions League final? No. No. He didn't. Biggest game. But... I don't even think... Correct me if I'm wrong. He's gone through... But I remember in that Champions League semi-final, I remember Thierry Henry. He did, you know, he did an interview at CBS after the game. And Thierry Henry was near tears saying how proud of him he was because he had been through turmoil that season with injuries. Yeah. Okay. Like he had been through the ringer that season with injuries, and now he's at Roma and he has nine goals. He has fourteen goals in nine games or something. Do you think Chelsea would be a better team right now with him? Yeah. He got, Lukaku guarantees goals everywhere he's been. That's the way I look at Lukaku. And Lukaku, it's very easy to meme Lukaku and make fun of Lukaku did and laugh score, at Lukaku. Did he score goals at Chelsea? Like did if he? you you I know you can say for a hundred million you need to do more, but he scored fifteen goals that season in all competitions. That's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, of course, when you sign a striker for 100 million, you're expecting more than 15 goals in all competitions. But I don't, he didn't really suit Tuchel's football either. I don't think that's a Tuchel signing either. I no, doubt they've seen eye to eye. Neither did I. Like it said a lot that he signed, wasn't it Aubameyang? Pretty yeah. soon after? Yeah. That was kind of a crazy one. That's, that's, Tuchel's weird sometimes. He makes some weird decisions. Yeah. 
but he's definitely hit the jackpot with Kane at Bayern. Yeah, but even at that, Tuchel is not shining very brightly at Bayern. No. He's, he's not winning the league currently. He's out of every other cup If they didn't have the Kane, Champions they'd be I think in trouble. He, I think they're in trouble. If, if, I'm if not Kane sure if they'd be as comfortable as they are right now, but as, as long as they have Kane, they're, they're a shoe-in for the Champions League, I think, what personally. Do you mean? Do you think they're going to win it? They definitely could. Oh, they could. I don't think they will. I wouldn't write them off. No, I'm not writing anyone off. I don't think they I look at that Bayern team. I think they're solid. And Tuchel has shown he can, he's won the Champions League before. He got to the final of PSG and he won it with Chelsea. Yeah. He's good in cup competitions. Yeah, but he's out of every other one in Germany. Quite easy. That was that was a fluke. That's a shock. Both of them? Well, one of them is like the Charity Shield. He lost. One of them is like a Carabao Cup. It's not a Charity Shield. No, but the one that they, the final they lost at the start of the season is the Charity Shield they lost. Like, you, No one loses sweat over losing that. Everyone just went crazy because it was Gaul Kane's last North final. Yeah. That was the only reason that got any recognition. Yeah, yeah, if that yeah. was any other season, they would have went, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like that last, I know they lost, I think they lost like a a third division team or something. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. But if you look at the starting team, Byron started, it was their kids. Like Harry Kane didn't play that game. Yeah, I know. I know. I I just don't think with a striker in the form he's in, now and again, it remains to be seen how he does in them clutch moments. Does it? Because Bayern will make around round of 16. They'll make a quarter final. They'll, they'll, they'll need him. They will need him. Of course they'll need him. So it's wh- whether he does it or not. Yeah. I I think, I think he will. I don't know. I have a, I have a little bit of a... So who do you have for the Champions League this year? Mm, who do I have for the Champions League this year? I'd go between Bayern, City... Madrid Bayern City Madrid Bayern City Madrid I was going to try and make a case for Arsenal but I don't think they have it in them No it's it's like the reason I've City in there quite comfortably is because they've done it now Yeah Like Arsenal still haven't done it No You know what I mean so But y'all, every team has to do it once Not in necessarily order to prove, In order to prove to do it. it Not necessarily PSG still haven't done it no, but I don't fancy PSG this year at all. Not at all. They're not very good. Another player I think actually for PSG that deserves a mention is Warren Zara Emery. Really? Mm. He's 17 years old and he starts every game for PSG. He made his debut for France. Where does he play? Centre mid. Who is he in there with PSG with? It's not about who he's in there with. It's the fact that he's in there. He's yeah, doing yeah no, but who is he in there? Who's he playing with? Oh, what's his name? Ugarte, they signed. Oh, yeah. That Ugarte. PSG team has gone really far down. Yeah, it is. But they're in a bit of a rebuilding phase. And I kind of like the way they're going about it. They're going for like young French talent and stuff. Yeah. Like they've called him Muani up front and they signed Gonzalo Ramos. I like Uz- Ramos. Ousmane Dembele. You know, he's not even starting for them. They're starting to call him Muani over him. Over Gonzalo Ramos. I was in a restaurant in Portugal. And I was the chef there was a huge, huge Benfica fan. And it was not long after. We're watching the Champions League actually was on. And it was not long after Darwin signed for Liverpool. Hmm. And obviously he came from Benfica, so I was asking him about Darwin and he couldn't believe the price they got from him. Couldn't believe Liverpool went for him. And the reason he said that is because he said, Benfica, we have another striker who's better than Darwin. And he was referring to Gonzalo Ramos. Mm. So when I when he did sign for PSG, I thought it was a weird signing if he was touted this much in Europe. I thought he'd have went to either the Premier League or La Liga. Yeah. But I, I think when you're a really good up-and-coming player, not at Killian's level, but a really good up and coming player. PSG is kind of a, a bit of a graveyard to go to. 
you're kind of hidden away from everyone. Yeah. If you do good, no one really knows about it. If you don't, it's kind of well, you should because you're in Liga. Yeah, and you're for the best team in Liga. So I just you're kind of stuck in the middle a little bit. You can't do good. Do you know what I mean? You can't like it's yeah. nearly a lose lose when you go there. So for I thought sure. it was a weird yeah. one. No, but sometimes you can only go to where one team is looking for you. I, uh, he didn't have many suitors in for him. He just had PSG in for him. So either you're going to stay at Benfica for another season or you're going to go to PSG yeah. when the door comes knocking. So not a lot of good strikers out there that really guarantee goals. Like That's why you were saying about no. Lukaku. Do you really think he's one of those? When I think of Lukaku, I can't help but just go, Lukaku scores goals everywhere he has been. Everywhere Lukaku has gone, he has scored. And he just gets clowned on. And it's kind of, I do get it. He has that he crazy had, miss in him. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. the way he goes on and he acts like he's the best striker that's ever walked the planet. Mm. But I do, for the amount of clowning he gets, he still, he still bags. Like he's gone to, like he's taken a bit of a, a drop and he's gone to Roma. Yeah. He's scoring goals for Roma. Yeah. And it's not like, Jose creates a lot for him. Do you have him ranked? Nine goals in 14 games for Roma. It's a great return. And, and then I'm going to go for Everton. 87 goals in 166 games. Yeah. For Everton. What's his Chelsea record? 15 and, f- 15 and 59. It's poor. It's poor, but he What's only played United half a season. United record's good, isn't it? 42 goals in 96 games. Great record. Yeah. He was, him at United he was so great. slept on. He was great. It's so slept on he him was, at United. He was really I good. Loved First him. season he was I really good. I loved him at United. The second season he wasn't even that bad. He, was he wasn't that bad. Oli came in and Oli took a shine for Rashford because Oli loves United and was like, how am I going to get the lads on side here? Throw Rashford up front. Yeah. And Rashford was good up front for United in Oli's interim period for I think a month. Yeah. And then he just kind of dropped off and then Lukaku started playing again. He played Lukaku right wing. I remember that. That was that was dark time. Like if you think about Ollie's biggest occasion that got him the United job, PSG. Who scored the two goals? It was Lukaku. He scores goals everywhere he yeah. has been. Yeah. Even at Inter, him at Inter, he was a monster at Inter. That's why he got that move back to Chelsea in the first place. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He has that in him. He absolutely has it in him. I will never forget him at Everton. Was he was a monster at Everton. Like I actually I had I had the stats up here. West Brom stats seventeen and thirty eight for West Brom. Yeah, you're nearly looking at a goal every two games. Yeah, for West, for Brom. West Brom. Yeah, who's fucking creating around with Chris Brunt? Honestly, James Morrison. This, yeah, this is who he's waiting for. Like unbelievable. Yeah, he has it. In, he does. Uh, really, really. I think he shows like himself Lukaku. in the foot with the way he goes on, though. Ah, he does. Yeah, he does. He does, and he shows himself in the foot with his big misses. He has like he has I, a catalogue. I will yeah, I'll a never catalogue. forget his cameo in the World Cup just gone against Croatia. Yeah. Where he came on and He could have had a hat trick. It was what got Belgium out of the World Cup and he just missed big chance after big chance after big chance. It was painful to watch. It was painful to watch. But you're right when you talk about strikers in today's game, there's not many bagsman bagsmen that you can throw your hat on and you go yeah, that guy is going to get me 20 league goals yeah. and another 10 in all comps. Yeah. There's no 30 goal a season strikers really anymore, bar Kane, Kane Haaland. Is Lewa even anymore? Would you even th- I think he's Lewa isn't getting he's towards getting the end now. He'd still probably do a job for you. Yeah. But it's Kane, and it's Haaland. It's Kane, Haaland and Salah. Salah's not a striker, but Salah guarantees it those goals. He guarantees it. Like there's a lot of teams there that really need 
really need strikers. Like we've said it before now a few times about Arsenal why is needing that, a striker. Why? I don't know. Like I just remember back in the day. I think there's a. I think there's a lot of young strikers at the minute that still need to prove themselves. Like the likes of Hoyland, the likes of Jackson, the likes of Tony's not young, but he needs that big move to show that he can do it. Twenty goals for Brentford last season is Philly. incredibly impressive. Yeah, and he needs that big move to prove whether he does have it in him. I think Ivan Tony has it in him. Yeah. And then there's a couple of strikers like Callum Wilson has shown that he can score goals every season but he's not you don't regard him as up there because he's never going to break the 20 in all competitions no. never will No. but there are strikers like that that will guarantee you goals they just won't guarantee you loads of them yeah there just used to be so many of them like I remember even at United yeah like do you remember United had like four world class yeah, like, but Rudy. even if you think of City under Mancini when they had Aguero, Tevez, Aguero, Jekyll, Jekyll and Balotelli. Balotelli yeah. They all guaranteed you goals. There's like, there doesn't seem to be any of them anymore. Yeah. Where you could... You used to be flooded with them. Yeah. There was strikers that just breed goals like even, all the, Even think of like a Tevez. Like think of how popular a Tevez and how everyone would be after a Tevez these days. But even Julian Alvarez could be like that. But Pep doesn't use him that way. Yeah, Pep, is trying to, Pep is trying to turn Alvarez into a 10. I think if Alvarez was at... Arsenal. Was the, was the main... Yes. Perfect example. A main striker at a huge club that creates a lot of chances he can... But I think a lot of people said that about Jesus as well. I did say it about Jesus. But I didn't... Yeah. It's so hard to make that jump. It is so hard. And it's so hard to go from you're a striker learning your trade. I'm a young striker. I'm learning my trade. I'm learning off this guy ahead of me. And then you get that move. And it's like, right, okay... This is what I've been training for. I'm the I am the man now. I'm yeah, the number nine. I have the jersey. Jesus had that. He'd been learning off Aguero for years. Mm. And everyone was like And for a while there, Pep was starting him over Aguero until he realized this guy's not scoring for me and Aguero will score for me. I need yeah. to play Aguero now. Yeah. And this Jesus was expected to get his moment. He didn't really for City. Pep never trusted him up there. No, never. And then he made the move to Arsenal and for some reason it was like, it all makes sense. He's going to go to Arsenal. He's going to be the number nine. He has the trust. Arteta's the perfect Last manager summer was for him. huge for him. Like, everyone was like, this Jesus, I think he's going to, everyone yeah. had him in their fantasy, everything like this. And he started really well. And he's a great player. I love Jesus, but if you're, you can't hang your hat on him. For goals. No. no. But he, he gives you so much more than that. Yeah. But for his primary function, he doesn't give you that. And I think that's a shame because he could the world at his feet. Just needs goals though. He just needs just to get that killer numbers. that killer instinct. And yeah. for some players that killer instinct just can't be taught. Yeah, I know. You need it. You just need to be just within you. Yeah. You're born with it. And he just doesn't seem to have that, which is a shame. But I'm not and, and again, not a lot of strikers at the minute seem to have not it. Not a lot of them. Really not a lot when of them. When I look them. at Hoyland, I see it in him. He makes those runs. He does it all in his power to get there. He, you can tell he wants the goals. Yeah. I think he's a good finisher too. Mm, he's shown that he can finish, yeah. In the Champions League, I think he's top scorer. He is. But um, it just hasn't happened for him in the league yet. He's very young. He is very young. It, it's interesting to see how the striker... Because it's like with Haaland, he's kind of brought back that traditional number nine feel to him. Yeah. He's brought back that it's it's cool to have big number nines again. Like look at Nunes, Hoyland. Yeah. Like Ramos, not really, but he's still a big, he he's is still a big, a big striker. Nine. Tony. 
these big kind of target men are coming back into but fashion again. What I, what I think Haaland is showing though as well is it looks like in Haaland's come up, he has focused solely on getting goals. Yeah. He's not went, okay, I need to add, I need to be able to come short, link the player with my teammates. It's like from a young age, he just said, I'm going to come into the team and I'm going to score the most goals. I know what I'm good at. And I know what I'm good it. at. And I think whether for whatever reason it's been a transition with maybe the way the managers play the alternate positions but young strikers now in the last generation have kind of come up and they've really tried to be a jack of all trades without mastering yeah. that one which is getting goals and I think you're seeing that now and how little how few strikers there are in Europe that will just come in not unbelievable footballer they're going to score 20 every season don't yeah. worry about it. I think that's I think I think with the way football has gone you're seeing the result of that yeah a question I want to pose to you though is um, Mbappe or Haaland? Mbappe? That's, it's not even a question. It's, it's Mbappe is a footballer and Haaland's a goal scorer. Yeah. And, and, and it's not like Mbappe can't score goals. So it's not even a close match. Like Mbappe's a complete package. He's a complete... Like if you go... I think their goals are quite close. They, they both score a stupid amount of goals. Maybe Haaland slightly tips it. But in absolutely every other facet, Mbappe is in my head. Yeah. Talk about dribbling, Mbappe is a mile ahead. Talk about speed, Mbappe is ahead, not by much. Haaland's very quick. You talk about even heading, Haaland's not a good header of the ball. He's a bad header of the ball. No, but he gets enough headers he that he'll score one. He'll score one or two. Mbappe is similar, but everything else, like a pass and Mbappe is a fantastic passer of the ball. Mbappe is way more skillful. I don't think it's even remotely close. Mbappe is a mile ahead of Haaland. And that's why I'd love to see Mbappe come to the Premier League. And show that. Yeah. Because he would show that. He yeah, seems he like a dead cert. He's one of those very few players every every once in a generation that is so dead cert. I'd be so confident in him <sighs> ripping the league up if he came to the yeah. Premier League. So confident of it. Like I even, he, he transform a team that it hasn't been added for a while. Like you take a Chelsea or you take a United or you take an, like an Arsenal win the league with Mbappe. Oh, oh without a shadow without of that. Without a shadow of that. He's the best the, player in the world. You know, Arsenal win the league. Where would you play him for Arsenal? Left wing. Who are you playing striker then? Jesus. Be that striker. Feed Mbappe. Yeah. He doesn't need now to score the goals. No. He honestly doesn't. Mbappe will score them. Yeah. Feed him. And Jesus is well able to do that. Yeah. Jesus is well able to do that. So absolutely I do. That, that's the way I play him. Like he'd, he'd win the league. He went to Liverpool he'd win the league. Because you're, you're looking at a front three there of Mbappe, fucking Darwin and Salah. I think he wins the league with any team he joins if he joins do you think Chelsea win the league with him? Uh, they definitely get close. United? Yeah. I think, yeah, he's that big. He's that good. He is that big. Well, he nearly, he's nearly single-handedly won the World Cup. France weren't great. France were bad. Yeah. France were bad until Mbappe decided, okay, it has to be on I need to score now. Mm. And he went and he scored two in two minutes. They weren't in the game in the final. No. Argentina were all over we were watching it going just one of the easiest World Cup finals I've ever seen yeah like Argentina were really really good and then next they were cruising thing, next thing Mbappe he just, just comes alive it was literally like he had a moment of epiphany on the pitch it was like shit I need to score now yeah and he did and he did even those clutch penalties yeah he just slots and like it was nothing and even towards the end, he nearly like skilled his way through three of them I and know. almost got a shot away yeah, like I that know. would if he got that and remotely near the goal it could have it could have went anywhere, just because of the moment it was. He is, and he, he is, scores that. He is some player. 
Yeah, so I'd love to see him in the Premier League, but so would I. That's the way it is. That is the way it is. Any other strikers out there that you fancy? Who would I like? What do you think of Darwin? Where do you think he's going? I think, think he's going I, to be I think I think with that guy you just need to enjoy the ride. Do you think he'll get there though? I don't think yeah maybe. Yeah. You can I think with Nunes it's literally just sit back, enjoy the ride and let him take you where he's gonna go because I don't think he even knows where he's going half the time. He doesn't though, he doesn't. And that's the that's the beauty of him. It's just let him at it. Well, here's one now. Right, what what would be your current top five in order strikers in the league? So you have Haaland In the one. Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, in the Premier League. Haaland's number one. Ooh. This is where you kind of come to how thin it is. Yeah, it is. It is thin when you think of it. And this you way. have people. You can't even go to the goal scored this season because you have people purple patches all over. Yeah, like you're not going to put Hangui He Chan in there. Like making a case for himself. He is <laughs> in the last exactly the last two months. He's making a case. Okay, for I have Haaland number one. I have Tony number two. Yeah. Hmm. Watkins tree. Okay. Four or five. There's a few players that could swarm their way into four or five. I have Hoyland in there. Do you really? I have him from what I've seen, yeah. I think he's... Oh, Isaac. Huh? Isaac. I have Isaac then. Before or after Hoyland? It's inter- it doesn't matter. Oh, Isaac's done more now than Hoyland. He has. Isaac before, maybe. Yeah. Isaac before. And then... Number five. Kobe Jesus... Could be Jesus, yeah, absolutely. Could, could be Jesus, be actually. Callum Wilson. It's just I feel like you can't put Hoyland in yet because he hasn't got in the league, even though he's only here too. Here's actually an interesting question now. Here's a question for you, Arsenal. Do you think Arsenal do better with Callum Wilson up top than Jesus? Oh Jesus! Because I think they absolutely do. <sighs> I think a lot well, of teams t- could do a lot worse than have Callum Wilson up top for them. I don't I do yeah You think, think Callum The Arsenal do better With Callum I Wilson so, up top yeah. I really think you'd I really didn't think You'd bite that one The reason I say that is They seem to be playing Fine with Nketiah They're still I with like Nketiah I don't mind him either a lot of hate. He's not huge linker at play Which neither is Callum Wilson no. But Callum Wilson's a better goal scorer than Ketia. Yeah. So my only logical train of thought is that they would do slightly better with um, Callum Wilson over Nketiah. Mm. And at the minute, Nketiah Jesus, Nketiah Jesus. You'd take, you'd take either. Yeah. So yeah, probably would go. Like, There's no doubt Jesus is a better player. You'd love both. Is he a better striker though? Uh, it's probably, Callum Wilson's probably a better goal scorer. Yeah, because that's one of those, I think Callum Wilson's very slept on striker. It's it's about a question of right now. Does this team need their striker to be more involved in creating as well as goal scoring, or they do they just need someone to score? And I think Arsenal are good enough at creating that they just need someone to put it in the back. Yeah, of the they head. really are just missing that. Which is which is that striker. Yeah, yeah. If I'm Arsenal, if I can't get Ivan Tony, Ivan Tony's number one. Yeah, but if, if, they, if they can't get him, cheeky little twenty five thirty million bid for Callum Wilson there. Test the waters with Newcastle. I think Wilson takes that move as well because he. I, I would, of course. Can't imagine he wants to be stuck behind Isaac for much longer. He probably knows that he's going to be number one at Arsenal then if, if they're going to pay he that money. He will for absolutely him. be number one for Arsenal if yeah. he joins them. Even if he's not initially, he'll come in and he'll I score. He'll and then Arteta will go, okay, you can score. Play him. 
There's some good games coming up in the league as well this year. Oh, this, I can't wait. This weekend. Can't it's wait for this weekend. Thank God this is over now. That it was next, the longest weekend ever. The next pod on Friday will be the previewing the entire weekend, which I think it kicks off with Man City against Liverpool. Yep, it's the first so game. So we're, we're not even going to discuss it now. We're going to leave it till Friday. Need to get your picks as well. See if you can go. It'll be six, six, six for six yeah, if you I'm get a, this. I'm at 100%. I haven't lost yet. So we're going to go for that as well. I'm going to have to do some studying and I'm going to have to... We're going to prepare for, for Friday. Yeah. Looking forward to it, can't wait. So guys, the, the trenches is over. We're almost at Premier League weekend. So thanks again for listening and see you in the next one. Cheers, guys.